0: hey guys this is just a little trigger warning before our upcoming episode if you are dealing with any mental health issues regarding depression anxiety or whatever and don't like listening to worries about the future this episode or parts of this episode might not be for you so maybe skip this one and if you do need any professional help um, go seek out some and talk about it thank you Hello, hello! Welcome back to another episode of Be I'm Tony, and I'm Marty. and I'm Teo. Yeah, we have a new member. Woo-hoo-hoo! Okay, so maybe to kick things off, we have a new member, Teo. Yeah, yes. Teo. Hello. Hello. How hello. are you doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> hello, everybody. Um, my name is uh, Theo Teodora Teo. Just anything starting with a T. Um, <laughs> if it's T, it's fine. Exactly, it's <laughs> T. It's, it's in the range. Um, I'm um, I come from Bucharest, Romania, and cool. I've been in I have a say with the Green Office Ambassadors for a year, and this is my first time doing a podcast. Nervous, so I'm a little bit nervous. Oh, oh
0: my god! But
2: I'm very excited.
0: Your first and time.
2: <laughs> I remember our f- No, I don't. Yes, I do actually. I <laughs> our, first our first time, time. Marty, right? Uh, yes. So, oh so much time. So much time. We're such experts. Okay. But yeah, so
0: you've been in Groningen for like a year now, right? Yes, I have. Yeah. Really How loving it. How do you
1: it? feel? It's really nice. I'm very happy to be here. It's a great environment to live in, to study in. And, uh, yeah, and I really enjoyed being in IFMSA and hopefully I can be a great addition to this podcast. We'll see. Maybe maybe it just goes horribly wrong. Well, <laughs> we'll see.
2: This is your test, so yeah. don't be stressed. <laughs> <laughs> no no pressure. pressure. No pressure. But, okay, tell us, why did you want to join the podcast, actually?
1: Uh, I'm not a huge, this is a bad foot to start on, but I'm not a huge listener of podcasts. That means two of us, do <laughs> one <don't worry. laughs> It's Tony um, the expert here, and Timo. <laughs> but I just thought it was a great project that was part of the green office, and <laughs> I like any, <laughs> made by some very wonderful people, and i um, yeah, I just wanted to be a part of something that brings awareness to things that we want to talk <laughs> about, things that maybe we don't hear about all the time, and uh, kind of, yeah, grow the, the idea of, you know, sustainability should be in our community and we should, like, kind of think about it yeah, I don't know. I want it, and I also think it's cool to like speak into a mic. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's so fun. That's, <laughs> that's why we're doing it. Let's be honest. Yeah,
0: we just love to hear ourselves. Oh like God. we would love to feed into like our nas- narcissistic behavior. Yeah. I'm a Leo. That's a
2: lot. Yeah. I have to yeah.
0: Say. No, there you go.
1: Oh, <laughs> you're but a Leo too. I'm a Cancer actually. Ah, you're okay. What? Yeah, I'm on. Uh, I'm a Cancer too. Ah. Oh, <laughs> so I'm minority here. Wait, I thought you were a Leo. No, I'm close. I'm in July. Oh, so you're a cusp. Okay. A cancer. I'm okay. But I do have. Nice tendencies because i do like talking a lot mm, so mm, that's mm. why i also thought this would be oh
2: <laughs> good my God, lovely okay <laughs> well let's get back <laughs> to things yeah because yeah, you did say something interesting about talking uh about like things that are not that much known and mm-hmm. everything and it kind of leads us a little bit to what we wanted to talk about today right tony yeah like Today is basically
0: going to be just us blabbing into this microphone about all things sustainability we have been thinking about or hearing about and just sharing some thoughts and... Uh, news also. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. like
2: what's, uh, what's going on in the world a little bit. Yeah, And
1: uh, maybe bringing some positive news as well. There's a lot of very <laughs> <laughs> harsh... <laughs> yeah,
0: like what what have you guys been experiencing like is there anything you guys were thinking about in summer or is there anything you guys have been hearing about that you were like damn our planets
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay I feel like I think we can start with like uh, we all noticed how this summer was particularly warm Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. guess and it's supposed
0: to be like the coldest summer we're gonna have. Yeah. Forever. But,
2: um, yeah, and that's kind of interesting, right? Because I, I looked it up, and, like, in the Netherlands, it was the warmest summer after 2018. Mm. And it's just gonna get worse. So, I mean, as long as you're in the Netherlands, I guess, you're like, oh, nice, nah, warm summer for once. Cool. <laughs> but then that's not kind of it, right? And, like, for example, the UK has had so many issues because they've hit, like, 40 degrees, I believe, this summer.
0: Yeah, and they're not used to it. Yeah. So and no AC
2: anything. Yeah, and, like, a lot of people actually died because of heat, mm-hmm. which, I mean, considering also medical students, <laughs> that brings us also back to, like, the whole relation, climate change and health mm-hmm. and, like, how big the impact there is, which is scary, I guess.
0: Yeah, but... Yeah, I, I also noticed that I was so warm, but then, uh, you know, like, when you're in the Netherlands, you're so far up north, and then when you go on holidays, holidays, like, you usually go in summer, you're like, oh, I want to go to the south, like, you know, get some sunlight, but I was like, no, I'm going <laughs> to go to, like... Copenhagen next <laughs> summer and just chill there.
2: And but it's gonna be 40 degrees there as well, so yeah. no problem. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but like it's different climate still. Like, I don't know, it's different when you're like by the ocean in the south, like no, for Greece sure, yeah. or something. It was horrible. Yeah. Like, I was sweating, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's also uh, like the growth in the temperature and stuff in Europe is kind of bringing people into a different mindset because mm-hmm. at least where i come from in romania a lot of people have had the mindset of like oh climate change doesn't affect us because we're in europe and it's like a stable climate but this is like the hottest summer ever yeah. like 42 43 degrees for weeks and people are actually starting to like oh oh wait <laughs> so should, that was that's true that's what they were talking <laughs> about is the climate changing
2: mm-hmm. but yeah. i think that's uh, that's actually an interesting point because i feel like the bad like how bad it's getting has if we want to see it this way, a positive outcome, which is more and more people are getting interested into it and like are getting worried about it and like actually, you know, think that it is an issue. Like I read, for example, that in in the UK, considering uh, like as we said, it was a pretty insane summer. Apparently, like it became one of the main concern of the public. So like in one of their surveys they do and everything. Um, they were like one of the main concern that was expressed from the from the like population was actually climate change, which has never happened before. And I think it increased by like 30 percent or something like that, mm. like the rate of worrisome about climate change going also like higher than COVID-19.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I feel that like I feel like everyone I know has been talking about this and me personally, I've also felt like really anxious about it. And sometimes even, like, I've had these conversations, like, over the summer with all of my friends, like, thinking of the future, like, because we're all in our 20s, kind of, Mm -hmm. uh, figuring out how our life is going to be like. And sometimes it's so hard to, like, imagine a future or, like, do, like, some imagination future planning without also thinking, oh, well but maybe this is not gonna work out because the world has gotten to shit like planning children like so many people I know me included are like doubting now like oh am I gonna have children if the world is gonna burn and like I don't know 40 years and um yeah or like just so many people are also dropping out of uni I've heard oh yeah they're like Oh, oh well why should I like waste my time on doing for example a degree like medicine or law or whatever that takes a long time when I could just like live the life I have right now um go to an island and be a bartender there and just like live the life I want now instead of like waiting for something better because they're like maybe it's not gonna get better and no, just want to live in the now. And that has been worrying me so much, too. I was just like, oh, my God.
2: What are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it has definitely also become... Like, we always talk about climate change and in, relate, in relation to health in terms of, like, I don't know, pollution and all of that. But it definitely has also a huge burden on, like, the mental health of... Mm-hmm. Especially, like, younger people. I feel like we're all quite affected by it. And I think the fact that... We are also the population, like the part of the population that tends to be most interested into it. That already kind of shows where it's hitting the most. Yeah. A
0: friend of mine, actually, she um, had to decide which um, study she was going to go into this year. And she really wants to go, like she also wants to like save the world, which is great, but she wants to go kind of in sustainable marketing so how to make Mm -hmm. brands more sustainable but she got this amazing like spot at this university for um like luxury marketing and then she was like oh maybe i can like make luxury brands more sustainable but Mm -hmm. she was also in this like thought crisis of being like well am i gonna waste my time going into this study if i could just like try and study like just something sustainable economics whatever and save the world now she was like feeling so much pressure because she was like oh my god what if uh, there's not enough time and stuff like that and i was like wow that it is pretty insane huh? that yeah. it just influences most like future choices yeah
2: no for sure um but like speaking of business there mm-hmm. is i feel like a news that kind of like has sparkled a bit throughout the past, I think it's been a month by, not by now that it uh, came out yeah, at first.
0: like mm-hmm. three weeks or something. Yeah, yeah.
2: like the um, owner of Patagonia giving away his three yeah. building company yeah. and quote, uh, I th- what was the, the, the quote he said? He was like, ah, um, uh, planet Earth is going to be our only shareholder now. I, th- I found it interesting. Like, yeah, it was a I good like quote. that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was a very cool quote. Have you guys heard about it?
0: I heard about it. But I did not read a lot into it because um, exam season. (laughs) (laughs) But I heard it and I was like, damn, that's so cool. And I feel like that this move should inspire other companies to. I mean, a lot of them probably don't want to give up their whole company, but at least like share some of the money they made because they can
2: Yeah. Yeah, and, like, contribute, But, like, Uh so I looked it up a little bit. And what actually happened was, like, he gave it away to, well, like, you could say split, but, like, not technically. But, like, a solid, I think, 90, I believe it was around 98% of the shares are going to this nonprofit organization, which basically invests in actions or, like, projects for um, sustainability and fighting climate change. So it's kind of like the profit of the company will go into that. So instead Mm -hmm. of like making profit to then give back profit to the shareholders and stuff, they use the money for that. And then, which I found very interesting, 2% went to a trust who will instead oversee the company's mission. So the trust will make sure that like these money are supposed to go into like projects that sustain help climate change and improve climate change okay so they have like people to keep that yeah in so like two yeah, percent yeah, of nice. that yeah. is actually going to be on people checking i was like yeah smart yeah
0: very smart yeah, yeah. and i
2: really hope it does that and like a precedence but also like a successful example in the world of fashion because like, i mean mm-hmm. we've talked about this before in other mm-hmm. episodes as well how bad fast fashion is and like the whole fashion industry contributes so much to the whole, like, uh, pollution and emissions. Yes, um,
0: definitely.
2: So, I I mean, this would be pretty cool if this could be a model that then would yeah. be followed by others, right? And, I mean, it's already a company that works and has already always been a company very focused on sustainability, also in terms of, like, workers mm-hmm. and rights and everything. So, who knows? Maybe it is a step in the future. Yeah. Also,
0: I feel like, <laughs> like Patagonia has, like reached a bit of cloud yeah. the past year because all the cool boys are wearing <laughs> Patagonia oh, yeah. and, like fleece jackets and I love it but um by patagonia <laughs> no, no 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 but i i think that's even like a cooler move for this company who has gained so much cloud f- in the past year to still then like use that cloud for the better and not just like overproduce more
1: yeah yeah. and like contribute even more to fast fashion and everything like mm-hmm. they're really taking their market value and stuff and making like reparations for th- how bad the fashion industry has been to the climate yeah. it's really cool
2: yeah and i think it's also all about the person right like he mm-hmm. it's really he thinks that's important and he's putting effort into it and like you know that's his point like he wants to make sure that his business doesn't pollute more but what actually helps yeah well, we need more
0: yeah Are you into uh, sustainable fashion too?
1: I try to be. (laughs) My, uh, I'm more into. I'm. It's. I feel like a lot harder to for me at least to find like sustainable fashion brands and stuff than it is to just thrift. Yeah. So (laughs) I (laughs) just (laughs) like. There's uh, so many cool like sustainable fashion brands, but that I cannot afford (laughs) right now.
2: Um, Student life. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's the sad part that it's usually very expensive.
1: Yeah. Indeed. But I'm very big on thrifting. Yeah. It's like. um, something i'm very
0: thrifting is fun
2: yeah right you just got to learn how to do it and then everything is like amazing
0: i also found this new concept is also something i wanted to share which i haven't been really that aware of is some brands now um i don't know if you look into like Sustainable brands usually they get produced in Portugal. Like Portugal right now is like this mecca of sustainable uh, producing. Know. Did you oh, not cool. know that? No, yeah, nice. it's crazy. Like so, these like crazy expensive sustainable brands like Jurf Avenue and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They all produce in Portugal. And there's this shoe brand. I think they're called Furners. There's also this shoe brand called Aloha that kind of have the same uh, uh, principle, which is they you can only pre-order stuff um, and they kind of collect the amounts of people that want a certain shoe and then only after a month, so you always have like these monthly pre-orders, they then only produce as much as the demand is Mm. and so they don't overproduce and are left with um, shoes they have to throw away. And I love that concept and I think more brands should do that. Especially yeah, with uh, um, online shopping, like a lot yeah. of people online shop, <laughs> me included, and I, I feel like that way you're being much more sustainable as well,
2: and I love that. But uh, do you know why Portugal? Or
0: I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I just think, don't quote me on that, that the kind of people that work there get paid the best and. Um, Maybe the fabrics. They're also okay. like the fabric sellers are very environmentally like conscious, cool. and they use a lot of organic cotton. I think that's the reason. I will look into it. Maybe we can do another episode next about one. it. Next <laughs> one, people.
2: Next one. Stay tuned to yeah. know if this is true or not. No, but that I found really cool. So nice. That's actually interesting. Yeah. Um, but. So, considering <laughs> we're talking about what happened this summer and yeah. sustainability, I think there's a major topic we should mention, what? which is this lovely problem with gas <laughs> and energy oh. that, oh, yeah. that yeah. I just had to pay my <laughs> gas uh, monthly thingy this month like uh, 2 days ago and let me tell you I'm <laughs> still crying from it.
0: From your bill.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. so like, feel three. you. Yeah. Three times more. I, love, it, times I more. love that
0: it took us that long to talk about this because yeah, which like is everyone is talking about it. It's the hot topic, <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> Yeah, How do you feel about it, Tia? Uh,
1: also bad. <laughs> also double the gas prices. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we were saying earlier, it's, uh does have the positive side of like more people are thinking about saving energy and saving gas now. But the fact that we had to get to this point to get to that mentality is very, (laughs) a little Mm -hmm. bit dystopian. But hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully there's some light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, everyone
0: (laughs) is being super conscious about... The amount of energy they produce like. it's pretty
2: insane huh? Eh? because um for me that's always been a given right i've always tried to keep max temperature in my house at around 20 or 19 mm-hmm. degrees like you say it's 20 i believe especially when we're studying um this year it's now at 18.5 because you know yeah yep. price. <laughs> but um i find it very funny to see that there's now more friends of mine that are getting into that like i have I had friends who had like twenty-two degrees in the house, constant, and I would like step in and be like, "What is this, lavana? Like oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, I
0: have friends who put on their heating to twenty-three. I'm
2: like, like do you really need that in the house? Just with a sweater on, honey.
0: <laughs> I mean, but back then you could just do it, right? Yeah. Like if you wanted to, go crazy. But now it's impossible, and a lot of people are. Um, actually making their own makeshift ovens. Have you guys heard about those?
1: Makeshift ovens?
0: Yeah, (laughs) like like to to, uh, warm up the place or like fireplaces or I don't know how to call it. But um, you basically, all you need is this glass baking dish, like a casserole dish. Mm -hmm. And then you put tea lights in it. And then you need a normal sized ceramic um, plant pot with a hole at the bottom and then you flip it over the burnt candles, kind of. And then you take a bigger ceramic plant pot and put it over that too. And then kind of the heat um, travels through the ceramics. Oh, right. um, Kind of warming them up Mm -hmm. and with like airflow because there is still air flowing through the sides of the uh, glass dish. It's very sciencey. I don't know exactly how it (laughs) works, after an hour your room if you have no like cold air coming from the outside will be 20 degrees something so, to try mm. for these winter yeah. people yeah. take notes yeah. i've <laughs> seen it on instagram and tiktok like a lot of people in germany i think started that tra- trend because uh, they've been also going crazy about the gas prices there yeah and yeah I thought that sounded really crafty and I love that people are <laughs> getting crafty. But I mean,
2: yeah, it is definitely, did something on like, I think, awareness. And also when you look at now, I mean, for example, in Italy, we just had elections and mm-hmm. I mean, I've never seen energy being such a big point in, in elections. And like so many parties also having in their agenda things on how to make the energy more sustainable, how to be independent from the gas and all of that, which I mean, Maybe, in a way, this could be the moment. In a way, I hope we can catch the momentum and really mm. start doing something on it. It definitely is on many political agendas to do something about it, become more independent from the gas um, that comes from Russia. And <laughs> 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 uh, you know, no hate so on Russia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, I mean, with everything going on, also, like I don't know if you guys heard about the leakage on the, yeah, North the stream. Nord Stream.
0: Yeah, the Stream. I saw that and I got a bit scared, I'm not going to lie.
2: Didn't they also
0: say it was like some form of... uh, Sabotage.
2: Sabotage. Climate
1: warfare at this point. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah, but it's pretty insane. Like I also saw the pictures of like the the spill basically, because like Mm -hmm. you can actually see this like sort of white, yeah, Yeah. white grayish uh, thingy on the sea. And I'm like... Great, we're doing it the right way. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a lot of talking about actually the climate impact of that. Um, I don't remember, I read some numbers. It was, if you look at the what is supposed to be this village per se, it's actually not that big. Like the impact is not that big, let's say, comparing to everything else we do, which mm. already gives a bit of uh, background but to still. what it's everything else. But uh, in a way, yeah, no, like of course it's 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 not nothing, and it it it, it caused damage. Um, but you know, I think one main point is when you want to catch attention, you gotta have like loss of money, and that was a big loss of money yeah. for mm-hmm. Europe. And I think in a way, one more time, if you want to look at the bright side, this is kind of like bringing a bit of like awareness. And this is being talked about. Yeah. Hopefully with a possibility of finding other options. But
0: it still baffles me that it always takes some form of natural disaster or pandemic to make people aware like this or... um, during covid how we saw that nature kind of blossomed when people weren't really doing anything <laughs> like I, and then people were more aware but and making their own masks and whatever but it's just like why why does it need to take something horrible to spread awareness all the time like it's just so sad I that agree. people can't just like do it out of their own Will like they have to get pushed? They have to get basically traumatized yeah. <laughs> to um do something like for the earth, not just for themselves. Yeah, indeed. Um, I think that's kind of sad. I don't know.
2: It
1: is. Yeah, even with like climate change. Just the fact that there has been impacts on countries outside of that aren't in the European hemisphere and like climate, and, like the floods in uh, Pakistan and. Just for the uh, 10 decades, there's been impacts on other countries, but so many people have insisted against logic and science that like it doesn't have anything to do with climate change. But now that it's impacting them, they're like, oh, yeah, sustainability. Yeah. It's just sad that it's only really on people's minds when it affects them. Mm -hmm. When When it it affects the West.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's sadly the truth.
2: Yeah, like yeah. Which um okay. <laughs> on this <laughs> note. Oh my I'm god! I'm I'm gonna again. bring you. I'm gonna bring you somewhere interesting. Okay. Um. Do you know what the COP is? The what? COP. C O P. Uh,
1: the um climate conference thing. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. Because we
2: we were going toward this topic, right? Of like how what well, climate change and how much it's taken into consideration when it affects the Western world, of not, and whatever. And I was looking a little bit into it because, um, like, I, I looked a bit what happened last year to the COP26, which was in Glasgow, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, because, it like, the idea is that it's this... Uh, how do you call it? Like, it's a sort of conference, I guess. Like, the idea is, like, you bring together the different governments that uh, are a part of the conversation and you get them to, like, discuss and hopefully agree on how to address the, the situation. So, like, to mention the most famous one, like the... Paris Agreement that was actually um, decided during one of the COP conferences. I think it was COP oh, twenty one, yeah. one of the early twenties. I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No. Well, like the the when they decided that it was, I think it was two thousand and fifteen, mm-hmm. but like it was COP twenty one, something like that. Oh, COP twenty, or COP twenty one. Yeah. Um. So that's when they signed the Paris Agreement. So I guess that's the most uh, famous one. And the thing is, this COP, like this year COP it's coming up soon i think it's going to be around november and it will be in egypt what yeah mm. okay i didn't know that yeah so i do think it's going to be like hopefully a good uh place and moment to also mm-hmm. spark a bit of a light on what's the situation in africa for example and yeah. how much uh the whole climate change and the global warming is impacting also the other like the poverty areas and stuff mm-hmm, so that's
0: really good i hope i hope that will
2: i mean spark
0: some conversations like
2: yeah uh, that's what we hope right spark conversation because the rest is not going too good but uh, <laughs> what can we do
0: <laughs> you know it is what it is okay i I, f- I haven't heard about like the term or like the abbreviation cut before mm-hmm. I, I definitely looked it up more
2: yeah um, no it's something interesting to keep an eye on and like usually they like i don't know if you know the um, I, I think it's IPCC report. So mm-hmm. like the um, integra- Intergovernmental panel, governmental. Governmental <laughs> panel for Climate Change. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's like the report they do every year, right? So like they kind of do a review of what's going on and they kind of like gather all the scientific knowledge um, mm. on climate change that exists, which I mean, going back to what you said, that now we actually do couple things that happen to... Climate change is also important. Thanks to this, right, that you have like I don't even remember how many how many scientists participate in the writing of the record It's a lot, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and like there is an increasing amount of scientific evidence that uh, can like couple basically the human working, human society working to climate change and the impacts of that had, like floods and all of that. And well, let me tell you, the IPCC report that came out in August was not nice. Mm. (laughs) Oh, was that I don't
0: know if I'm wrong now, was that when there were so many scientists protesting? Because we haven't talked about this in the podcast, right? When they were like chaining themselves to their offices, kind of spreading awareness for how Bad, it actually is, and they're trying to like make numbers less.
2: Yeah, no, I don't know if we've mentioned this, but it was definitely yeah. around that time. Yeah, that yeah. It happened. And the thing is, like, usually the IPCC report comes out a bit before the COP because the idea is like during the COP conference, you want to like work toward mm-hmm. improving that and like look at what she decided in the previous COP of the year before and like see how everything is going. And we're definitely not on track with yeah. so <laughs> what we're supposed to nope. achieve. Um, but like, I think we're something like, I don't even remember, like I had it some, I read it, I think yesterday, but like, because the idea is that by 2050, we should have limit the global warming by only one5 Uh, degrees so like that by 2050 the increase of temperature is only 1.5 but I think for the rate we're going now uh, we're not even gonna be able to reach that and like they've already changed it to the goal of like reaching two degrees Mm. extra which already would be kind of like catastrophic in terms of amount of people that would be affected by that but even with that reduction for now we're really not on track so I'm curious to see what's gonna happen eh?
0: yeah that is not good yeah and, and uh, a lot of scientists also don't feel hurt and it kind of feels a bit like the movie Don't Look Up.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was such yeah. an accurate movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: I cried, and I kind of stayed in my room for the rest of the day when I watched that movie, because it was a little bit too accurate. I think that's what they were trying to achieve yeah. by that, but, um, yeah, all of these scientists kind of trying to warn us uh, really does feel like that. And, um, yeah, I hope... W- I don't know. Everyone is slowly waking up. I mean, our generation is doing a lot anyways, and it's getting much better, thankfully. Um, but it's but not enough, is it? Mm, yeah. It's not enough, but, I don't know, I... Think people still need a bit of hope because otherwise, it's really easy otherwise for some people to then just slip into the mentality of like "Ah, everything's going to shit, anyways. Why should I care now? Let's just like live carefree until the world burns to the ground. Yeah, and that shouldn't be the case. We should just nurture our planet,
2: indeed. I think it's all the important that we realize also like the role we have and that we push Mm. um, for change to happen and also at a governmental level. I mean, of course what we do in this podcast and in our daily life is that we try to make sure that we can contribute to as much as we can in our daily life, which Mm. I personally always believe that's important because I still believe that every person makes a difference. But I think you make the difference also, for example, with your vote. So like when you go vote that you make sure with your vote, you let your government know what it's important for you and that you make mm. sure that like they arrive to stuff like Cope and stuff and like other conferences like that prepare and that in the agenda, they do start putting those points on sustainability and renewable resources for energy and all of that, because we clearly desperately need change there. And probably as we were saying, this is actually a good moment where there is momentum on that topic. So I really hope we're able to catch it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. But yeah, it always starts with yourself and what you're doing. So kind of moving (laughs) the (laughs) conversation so we uh, can lighten up a bit. Um, Do you guys, now that we've started a new kind of academic year, have you reflected and um, thought of what you want to do differently or better in terms of sustainability this year?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, what did you think about? Yeah, besides just the uh, saving energy, which is something that we already talked about, I feel like I also sometimes fell into the well. I mean, does it really make a difference if I'm eating mm. meat or if oh, I'm doing this? <laughs> and so, I think this year I really I want to center myself back to like uh, what I believe in and. Just for tangible goals, like eat less meat, eat less dairy products, shop less. Just mm. tangible little things in life, I think, can make a big difference. Even, I don't know, like even using a bamboo toothbrush. Yeah. I yeah. feel like it's such a tiny little thing that you can change so easily. And it like it starts a chain reaction of like, okay, well, I started this. So now I'm going to start... I don't know, using less paper, like, writing... I don't know. (laughs) I think it's just important to start a chain reaction in your life of, like, making little changes, and that's what I want to do this year. That's
0: so good, because once you start, Start it's really hard to stop Stop. exactly and you
2: always have new things to add up like you just gotta Mm -hmm. start somewhere Mm um i agree with the cherry i feel like my year last year has been a bit of like that chain reaction thing especially like in a way this podcast has helped me a lot with that like slowly going through like our different episodes and talking about different topics like from beauty products to fashion fashion to food food and all of that (laughs) i definitely see that i have change my lifestyle into that direction and yeah and i like i want to keep going in that direction like i find it always hard in summer to keep up with everything um but uh, yeah i want to like you know keep slowly introducing stuff like for example i've reduced the amount of meat i eat like last year and now i want to try to stick to that and like hopefully like reduce it even more like you know make it a bit of a progressive thing Mm, yeah how how, what do you think about it Tony?
0: um yeah so food always is the topic for me like i pretty much eat a plant-based diet now like sometimes the occasional carrot cake with cream cheese frosting but (laughs) (laughs) like i really am trying to um stay clean with that, especially after our episode with Dr. Clapper. Oh my God. Um, yeah. He really convinced me to even go further with the plant-based eating. So I'm also cooking much more for myself now and like whole Foods, not just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. there's a lot of vegan junk food out there too, yeah, guys. Yeah. um So I've been really been trying to do that and then also shopping at the market um, and stuff like that and then, like I already said, I've been really looking into more sustainable brands. Mm-hmm. And even though they're more expensive, I feel like if the quality is good enough, mm-hmm. it's better to invest in like one piece instead of buying five things that are going to last you maybe a year. So I've been looking into that. And um, yeah, just also saving energy but that is a given mm-hmm. I basically. feel like at this
2: point it's like a must do like yeah. to arrive to the end of the yeah. month yeah. without having to starve but because you don't have money to pay <laughs> for your <Yeah>. class
0: <laughs> but we can kind of like set these as goals for ourselves yeah. and then just see maybe at the end of this academic year how well we did Where with we that are. and we can kind of check in with ourselves in another episode at the end
1: And hold ourselves accountable um, yeah.
2: yeah and I mean if you guys that are listening to us want to share with us any of them, like on Instagram, on the IFMSA Hrnigen page, or yeah, want to let us know what you want to do and what are your goals. Feel free to do so.
0: Yeah, maybe we can also do a little bit of a, um, well, not a Q and A, but maybe ask on Instagram, yeah, uh, what you guys want to do and then share that because yeah. I'm really interested with that. Indeed. And yeah, if you guys want to do something um, sustainable and you live in Groningen and you might be a medical student or just love going to the beautiful CMB, (laughs) which is our medical library, we have a project upcoming where you can uh, throw your used pens or empty pens into a pen collecting box Mm -hmm. Um, and... There They get collected and then recycled, right?
2: Precisely, yeah. So ho- it will hopefully be coming up in the cup- coming weeks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so if you have any empty pants at home, feel free to drop them there.
0: Yeah, uh, instead of just dropping them the on movie. the floor, I don't yeah. know, or <laughs> leaving that at in the UB or I don't know. Just, just come to us, come to the CMB in Groningen if you're here. And yeah.
2: Then I think on this note we can wrap the good up. Players. Thank you so much to you. Yeah. Thank you How do you feel?
1: I feel good? good. This was good. Yeah. Did yeah. You yes. like I it? think I passed the test. Yeah. I, I, think, hope I, think, you test. I think. you did. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so we're gonna have you again. You'll yeah. hear you again. Hope so. <laughs> so. Pass
2: so thank you guys for
0: listening. And Hoon.
2: What you doing? Bye.